Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Are you ready for the words? Oh, I can't hear you. Are you ready for the words? I want us to rise to our feet. And we are going to declare that nothing is impossible as we prepare our hearts for the word of God. Hallelujah. Nothing is impossible when you when you put your trust in God. You can sing along. When you trust in his word, hearken to the voice of God today. Is there anything too hard for me? Put your trust in God alone and rest upon his word. For everything, oh, everything, yes, everything is possible. When you put your trust in God, nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. Hacking to the voice, to the voice. You are going to hear the word hacking to the voice of God today. Then put your trust in God and rest upon His word. to minister the word of God with a clap and shout unto Jesus. Let's welcome Bishop Ni Ajedu Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your clapping is not 2024 clapping. In 2024, everything is work. Amen. Amen. The clapping is work. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be in church? Are you excited to be in church? Well, I want us to pray our one of our prayer topics. Amen. You know, this year, you and I are taking good steps. Amen. I said we are taking good steps. Taking good steps. Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. The first prayer it says, Lord, I am thankful that in 2024 I shall only take steps. Amen. All my steps are guided by the Lord. Amen. amen. The righteous man's steps are always guided by the Lord. Amen. I said, Amen. He said, I shall take only good steps that lead to good places. Hallelujah. And good things. 
good steps, they lead to good places, and they lead to good things. This year, you are going to good places. I said, you are going to good places. I just heard that you are not going to prison. Amen. Amen. There are many types of prisons. Your home itself can be a prison. I say your home can be a prison where you are locked in a home and you cannot do what you want to do or what God wants you to do. But this year, you are not going to prison. You are going to good places because you are taking good steps. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. It says, by the grace of God, I shall not take any false steps or evil steps in 2024. Amen. It says, the steps of a good man, Psalm 37, verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his way. Amen. So God will be happy the way you are going. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. And when God is happy about something, it's likely you can also be happy about it. So lift your voice and pray that this year, declare that this year, you are only taking good steps. Steps that lead to good places. Steps that lead to good things. That shall be your story. That shall be your destiny. Only good steps. Only good steps. Mandela Bashaka Toramasa. Mandela Bashaka Oh, 
Say strong Christian. A spiritual Christian. Say spiritual Christian. And a fruitful Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe as we're praying, something that just entered my spirit is that there are people who took certain bad steps in 2023, which are trying to rear their ugly heads in 2024. So though in 2024 you are taking good steps, the bad steps of 2023 are trying to rear their ugly heads. Ah. I want us to bind every step that you took yeah. in 2023 that is not a good step. That is trying to affect you in 2024. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You may have gone to play with some girl who now is, the, ah. is trying to disturb you in 2024. You want to lift a voice. You may have taken a certain business decision the result of which is trying to affect 2024. Yes. Lift your voice and bind every wrong step that you took. If you didn't take a wrong step, then just thank the Lord. Keep thanking the Lord. But lift your voice. Every wrong step that you took in 2023 that is trying to rear its ugly head is trying to disturb you in 2024. We bind in the name of Jesus. We bind in the name of Jesus. We bind in the name of Jesus. La Bacate, Rosanta spiritual Christian Amen. and to becoming a fruitful Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For a minute, lift your voice and pray Amen. that you are going to take steps 
to become a strong Christian, steps that will make you a spiritual Christian, steps that will make you a fruitful Christian. Lema Santa, Paloma Kabe, Ronde Katola Messiah, Ila Baba, Shakatola Messiah, Lema Santa Kabe. To become a Thank you, thank you, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you. That in 2024, we are taking only good steps. Yes, Lord. Steps that are being ordered by you yourself. In the name of Jesus. We bind and we dismantle the effects of any wrong steps taken in 2023 Amen. and the years that have gone by. Amen. We pray that they will not rear their ugly heads yes, in 2024. Lord. But Lord, as you order our steps to go, you will delight in our ways. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Amen. that we are taking steps to become strong Christians, become strong. steps to become spiritual Christians, and finally steps to become fruitful Christians. That whatever we do in church, yes, whether we are a drama in the church, yes, whether we sing, yes, whether Lord. we teach, we preach, yes. whatever, oh God, whatever. in 2024, we'll become fruitful Christians. fruitful Christians. We give you the glory and we thank you for this morning. Yes, that this morning you are going to bless us, oh God, with your word. Yes. That your word will enter into us, oh God. It will enter our hearts. Yes, your word will do something different. It will stir us up Amen. in the name of Jesus. That our lives will not remain the same again. We thank you that the word this morning, Lord, is going to lead us to good steps. We give you the glory and we give you the praise in Jesus' name. Let the saints of God say amen. amen. Clap your hands to the Lord and you may be seated. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. We are preaching on, for the next three weeks, for the rest of the month, we are preaching on quiet time. Amen. I thought you'd be clapping your hands to the Lord. Quiet time is a very, very good step. Amen. It's a very, very good step. But before now, you can be effective. You know, it's our year of work. My year of work. Now, before I can be an effective worker, eh, I have to be trained. I have to equip myself. Hallelujah. Quiet time is one of the significant things that causes us to equip ourselves. Amen? I said amen. So turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter 7 and let's read from verse 21. It says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Amen? Next verse. It says in verse 22, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Hallelujah. And in thy name have we 
in thy name have we cast out devils. In thy name done many wonderful works. Amen. We've done what? Many wonderful works. So if this is our year of work, you may do many, many wonderful works. Amen. Many wonderful works. And you are going to do wonderful works. I say you are going to do wonderful works. Amen. Some of us were giving just small people to take care of in a fellowship and it didn't work. But this year it will work. I said this year it will work. So your amen is not encouraging. <laughs> because last year your fellowship did not work or it worked. In fact, you didn't even do it at all. You know, like Brother Jam, he didn't do the fellowship at all. I've done fellowship in his house, but I didn't do it. But this year, he's going to do it. That's right. Say amen, Brother Jam. Amen. Hallelujah. Next verse, verse 23. <laughs> amen. It's good to be known by the preacher. <laughs> no, go to 22. The end of it, one of the things that he said they will profess that they did. Verse 22. Look, whoever is there should be fast. Eh? He said that many will come. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? In thy name. These are all very, very wonderful things. Amen. And in thy name have we, we have cast out devils. In thy name have done many wonderful works. Amen. Then next verse. It says, who is this person that is not helping the message? 23, please. Shouldn't we change the person? Verse 23. I think I'll take my own Bible. Everybody, when you come to church, because of these things, bring your own Bible, okay? <laughs> I say, bring what? It's a good thing to have in church, amen? A Bible. It says, and then I will profess unto them. Look at that. I think somebody hates me this morning, but the Lord loves me. Clap for the Lord. Though men will hate you. Yet would I not forsake you. You also love me. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now I'm reading from my Bible. <laughs> and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Ye that work iniquity. So you see, in this our year of work, hmm, you may work iniquity. Are you with me? It says that we've done wonderful works. And he said, depart from me, and ye you not, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings. Now, the reason why we are entering the year, or we are starting with the quiet time, is because we don't want to work iniquity. Amen? And we don't want to be people who work. Then at the end of the day, the Lord will say he doesn't know us. By the way, we don't chew gum in this church. Amen? When you chew gum, it makes you sweat. So don't chew gum, please. Say to your neighbor, remove the gum. You say, say to your neighbor, because I've seen your neighbor chewing gum. You didn't see it. Because your neighbor is sitting by your side, but I've seen it. So say to your neighbor, remove the gum. And don't, don't stick it to the chair. Put it in your handbag. Hallelujah. Say, put it in your handbag. So one of the things that will cause us to do works that are not works of iniquity is our quiet time with the Lord. Because remember, it is the Lord that we are working for. Amen? And if we are working for the Lord, 
There's the Lord who has to be pleased with our work. It's the Lord who has to direct our work. Amen. So what do we know people in Matthew 7 who work and then at the end they did wondrous work. And then the Lord said, look, I didn't know you. Amen. Quiet time is something that will make you know God. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I want to show you something. And verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. It says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Now, how can we renew our inner man day by day? Is by our daily walk with God. Amen. The outer man that we feed day by day it perishes. Are you understanding? Eh? But the inner man that we are learning to feed day by day, the Bible says, though the outer man eh, is perishing. Though, you know, when you look at the economy of the country, things are so difficult. Amen? So things can be difficult, things can be challenging. That affects you physically, affects your finances, affects your work and things like that. Hallelujah. But then when you are strong on the inside, eh? When you are strong on the inside, something on the inside will work on the outside for you. Hallelujah. But when you are not strong on the inside, and the outside too is not good, then you are in serious trouble. Amen. Put that scripture back, 2 Corinthians 4. It says, for which cause we faint. There are many things that has a tendency of causing us to faint. Causing us to be weak. Are you with me? He said, but though our outward man perish, hmm? though our outward man perish, though things are going bad, things don't look good, but he said, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So you and I, we are going to learn how to renew the inner man, to strengthen the inner man day by day. Hallelujah. And set things they don't come just by something that you do once in a while. Are you understanding? But it comes by developing a very, very good habit. Amen? And the habit that we want to develop this year is a habit of quiet time. Amen? The habit of quiet time. Now look at this quote. It says, the second half of a man's life is made up of the habits he acquired in the first half. The second half of a man's life is made up of the habits he acquired in the first half. Now, what he's trying to say is that when you acquire certain very, very good, whatever habits you acquire, whether good or bad, it shows and it demonstrates, it comes out, it's reflected on the second half of your life. Amen? So whether they are good habits or they are bad habits, they come to affect you positively or negatively. Amen? And there are many, many habits. For instance, brushing of teeth. You know? <laughs> if you are a kid and you don't brush your teeth, I think I should preach this one in the wire or J Church. <laughs> you don't brush your teeth. Now, when you get to a certain age, it becomes a very, very difficult thing. Because dental, um, dental, what do you call dental costs, dental fees, one of the most expensive fees. Oh, yes. Dentists, they are laughing all the day to the bank. <laughs> you know, when you compare 
the 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 the, the course those who do dentistry to medicine I think medicine is very very more more difficult and more demanding now after they finish those who may do medicine it still become more demanding you can ask Dr. Joy she's sitting here eh? you work long hours dentist have you seen somebody uh, uh, somebody's tooth in the night before you don't move tooth in the night you don't move it in the daytime <laughs> So it means that dentists hardly, they don't work at night. I mean, do they ever, ever work at night? They don't work at night. No dentist will be taking your tooth at 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. Your tooth will be taken between 8 and 5. Amen? Your tooth will be clean between 8 and 5. It's not, but then in terms of medicine, every time, night duty, this duty, that duty, and the dentists are laughing all the way to the bank. And so, it's because it is very expensive. Yeah, and they are richer than the doctors. Oh, yes, you can ask the doctor, they will tell you. I'm not seeing a dentist doing locum. May they may do, but most doctors do locum. That's they work in more places. Like they are working in London, where you work here, then you go and sweep here, you go and clean here. Three jobs. Amen. Are you with me? Now, if you don't acquire the good habits, of brushing your teeth when you are a kid or taking care of your dentals. When you grow, it becomes a very, very expensive adventure. Are you understanding? It becomes very, very expensive. And so there are habits that are good. There are habits that are bad. Now, having your quiet time daily is a very, very good habit. Amen? It's a very, very good habit because this scripture that we just saw, eh, it's not something that just happens in a day. But day by day, day by day, day by day, you build your inner man up. Hallelujah. And so this morning, as part of quiet time, we are looking at habits. Amen. I said amen. He said a habit is something that you do without thinking about it or intending to do it. So you and I have to get to that point where we don't think about having quiet time or intend to have, but we just do it because it's now your habit. Amen. I mean, most people, when you wake up in the morning, you don't, I mean, when you are writing your daily schedule, you don't put brushing of teeth as part of the daily schedule. <laughs> I don't know somebody who does that. Brushing of teeth. Even eating, you don't put as part of your schedule because you eat as a habit. Some of us are habitual eaters. One young man who was going on missions he told his host that there's only one thing you have to know about me I don't joke with my three square meals a day amen I don't want joke because from his youth eh, just like uh, Goliath then they say he's been fighting from his youth eh? this guy has been eating from his youth so eating is one of his habits so though he has gone into a foreign land where somebody is taking care of him, he's reminding the person that this is the thing that you have to remember about me, that I don't joke with my three square meals a day. So now that's become a habit. You know, but eating doesn't have to become a habit. Of when you're a kid, it, 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 it seems to be, as you grow, you have to think properly. Amen. So there are some very, very good habits. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you give me one good habit? Prayer is a good habit. Hallelujah. What else is a good habit? Why you, you become so spiritual? I said, habits. 
Generally, sharing the word with people. Reading books. You see, if you are not, if you are not a, a reader and you don't learn to read from your, 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 your infancy, when you grow, reading becomes a difficult thing for you. Do you understand? It becomes a difficult thing for you to do because it's not something that you are used to doing. So, at this age, I don't know, but it's almost too late. But children, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I didn't say it's too late, I said it's almost. <laughs> Amen? It's almost. I mean, there are people who don't read. I mean, you don't remember the last time you took a book to read. I mean, it's not something that happens in your life. Amen? But it's a very, very good habit. Hallelujah. What else? Exercise. The doctors will tell you they have to exercise. Always. You know? At this age, when you go and see the doctor, he says, oh, you have to do your daily exercise. That's why on Sundays when I'm preaching, I walk around, I'm exercising. <laughs> Amen. You are saying in your head, why is the kind this guy stand at one place? You know what the doctor has told me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I said, Amen. So exercise. Okay. It's, you know, and if it's not something that you do, you cannot do it. You go and do one exercise and then you feel myself pain. Then you stop because you don't know the benefit of it. Hallelujah. And one thing about habits is that as you are doing the habit, you don't realize the, 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 the global effect on you. Are you understanding? You don't realize because when you go and exercise today, don't go and finish and go and stand on the, on the, on the, on the scale. You will not see anything. Even one week, you will not see anything. <laughs> Are you with me? Yes. So you, because you don't see it today, so you are not aware that, look, this thing is a good thing. Because most of us want things today. We want things now. Things that give us results now. Like when you eat, then your belly is full just now. It's not like you eat now and then your belly becomes full later on. So we like things that has immediate effects. But most good habits, they don't have immediate effects. But it's in the long term, it becomes something that you do as a matter of course and realize that it is benefiting you. It is doing you something good. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why a lot of people don't pray because it's like you are praying about something. You pray that it doesn't work, so you stop. But when prayer becomes a habit, it's not the thing that you are praying about that you are looking forward to. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. It is not a thing that you are praying about, that you are looking, but then it's a habit. And usually when you are in problems, it's difficult to pray. Is that the case? When you have challenges, it's so difficult to pray. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. So we are talking about quiet time. We are saying that it's a very, very, very good habit. Amen. It's a very, very good habit. So these good habits are what have made him into what he is. Now, in talking about Jesus, Jesus Christ had some very, very good habits. Amen? And those habits actually shaped his life. Now, let's look at a number of couple of things that um, are good habits that we all have to practice. Now, number one, going to church regularly is a good habit. There are people today who cannot go to church. I mean, it's not like, it's not part of their life. One day I attended a funeral and I was very sad. Because the children came and they were talking about their father. And they were talking about how he takes them to go eat a mutu on Sunday mornings and things. I mean, the funeral was very, very some way. 
you know, like the mutual they go and eat is an important thing in their life. You know, instead of like taking them to church. So like it's not a habit that they have. Are you with me? But someone like Jesus, he had many, 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 many good habits. Luke chapter 4. And you see, you pay attention to certain phrases, verse 16. The Bible says he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. Okay? And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. Now, that phrase, as his custom was, as his custom was, that is, as his habits was. So Jesus Christ, we are saying that going to church is a very good habit because our master Jesus practiced it. And the scripture here is saying, as his custom was, you know, one man of God said, there's no useless sentence in the, in the, in the Bible. Amen? There's no useless question mark or apostrophe or whatever in the Bible. So you can see where they've inserted it. He came to his hometown, but then as his custom was, he went to the synagogue to, to read the word of God. Amen? So Jesus Christ had a custom, had a habit, a very good habit of going to church. Amen? Again, in John chapter 18, hmm, when Jesus had spoken these words, verse 1, he went forth with the disciples over the brook Chedron, where was a garden into which he entered. And the disciples, and Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place. <laughs> he said, well, Jesus, Judas what? Knew the place. How did they know Judas knew the place? He said, for Jesus oftentimes resorted hither with the disciples. Jesus oftentimes. So we've seen the first word as his custom was. Now we've seen the another one, oftentimes. It means that usually, hmm, usually he goes to this place. Oftentimes he goes to this place. So you can see that Jesus Christ has certain habits. Amen. And those habits, the Bible is highlighting those things to us. And it's saying that they are very good habits to have. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's look at 10 things every Christian should know about habits. But when you know something good about habits, you will develop it. And we are saying that we are treating quite a time. We are saying it's a very good habit. It will build you in the inner man. It will make you strong. Now, a habit is an act that is repeated easily without thinking or planning. It's repeated what? Easily. This year, you are going to repeat your quiet time easily. I said, this year, you are going to repeat your quiet time easily. You know, I was having my quiet time when I read, I think, from First uh, Peter 1, 7. Let me look. First Peter 1, 7. And the time I read it, I realized that God was trying to say something to me. It was somewhere in November when we lost our brother. He said that the trial of your faith, eh, being much more precious than gold, which perisheth, though what? It be tried by fire. Hmm? Though it be tried by fire, 
might be found unto praise and honor and glory. And immediately it hits me that God was saying something to me. Amen. It was during my quiet time. I think I even preached this message here. And since then, I've not forgotten. It was my quiet time. Then I was reading, I said, hey, what scripture is this? And we'll be learning that during the quiet time, you don't read so many things. You read something small. You meditate on it. You read something small. You, you see, because if you read so many things, you will not get what God is saying to you. But just this scripture, it became so powerful to me that over days, I kept on going over it, going over it. And at first, day, I didn't know what God was saying. But then when the incident happened, I said, okay, this is what God is saying. Our faith is being tried. And he said, the trial of our faith, the Bible is comparing it to precious gold. That is more precious than gold. I said, wow, what a comparison. It's not just our faith, too, but the trial of our faith. Amen? Now, how will you stand when your faith is tried? You are able to stand because of the things that you have learned daily. Because you have a certain habit. But when your faith is even being tried, eh, if you don't have the habit of praying, you will not be able to pray. But when your faith is being tried, whether your faith is being tried or not, you are somebody who prays every day. You are somebody who has your quiet time every day. So as a matter, you'll be having it. Amen? It's not like when you are sick, there's no appetite to eat. There are some of us that with our appetite is not dependent. I mean, we eat not based on appetite. I think it's not like appetite is a condition of the mind. You may disagree with me, but that's what, that's my, that, that's what, you know, that, why, when doctors give you tablets, they say three, uh, take two tablets after meals. If you don't have appetite and you are sick, you don't have appetite, how can you eat? And how can you take the tablets? So it's a condition of the mind. Because that is what I have tuned my mind to be. When I'm eating, I can take small one and my mind tells me, that, oh, this is enough for me. And it will be enough. And I've done it for a long time. So it's become my habit. I don't want to feel my stomach bulging before I knew that I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm satisfied. Are you understanding? So there are good habits that you can acquire. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So I'm just sharing with you this small one that I learned during my quiet time, which helped me in the time when it was needed. Number two, a habit is an act that becomes your custom, whether you are conscious of it or not. It becomes your custom, whether you are conscious of it or not. Number three, a habit is often an insignificant act that seems to have no power to affect the future. Okay? A habit is like an insignificant act and that seems to have no effect on the future. This is why many people do not recognize the concept of having a good habit and a powerful tool for future accomplishment. Because it's insignificant, eh, you don't think about it that it's having an effect on you. It's like you don't, you don't have a habit of reading. It will affect you in future. Amen? You go to an interview, it's like you don't know much. Like you're not broad because you don't have the habit. Number five, good habits are repeated as easily as bad habits. So good habits, 
they are repeated as easily as bad habits. You are acquiring good habits from today. Number six, bad habits lead to consistent failures hmm? and defeats without a person realizing what is happening. If you have a bad habit, it will lead to constant failures. So you are doing things and you're not succeeding. Maybe you are 48, you are not married. Eh? Because you, maybe you have a bad habit of not treating ladies properly. So you, prom- you propose, even the way you propose to the person, it's like the way you talk is like automatically the person should say yes. Maybe because you are fair, you are handsome, so the person should say yes. It's a very bad habit. Are you with me? <laughs> it's a very bad, bad habit. I was talking to a son of mine in Canada and I was telling him that you are, you are, you are very some way. He's almost 40 and he's not married. And every lady that are broken up with him is almost the same method. They become very annoyed with him. I said, how do they, how come they, oh, they become very annoyed with you before breaking up? He said, by even when they break, they come back. I said, you see, your mind is not working properly. <laughs> you know, I said, consistently and persistently, there have been about five. You know, I myself introduced two people to him. And the same thing, they become so annoyed with us. So why do they become so annoyed with you? Because there's something wrong with you. So he said, maybe it's spiritual. I said, it's not spiritual, it's mental. <laughs> yes, it's not spiritual. You see, a lot of things that happen to us, they're not spiritual. Though. Yeah. That's a result of bad habits. Eh? That's a result of what? Bad habits. You are a lady, you want to marry, you always you like quarreling. It's a bad habit. Because you grew up in a place where you quarrels. You grew up in, you know, especially if you are a girl, you have to be very careful, a lady. You say, I'm a girl, that's why I can see what I'm saying. Yesterday I saw a certain video. A schoolgirl came to ask the mother. He wants 100 cities to go with his friend to zoo. They are, they are going for an excursion at the zoo. The mother could not believe it. Like you want to go and look at animals. And, you have to, and she was saying, you was saying 100 million. I don't know. Yes, say 1 million. I think it's the old, this thing, 100 cities, 1 million. I mean, it's like, then you could see your child has, has I mean, the way he was, I mean, then he said, began, he said, oh, told now, Kolui, I go up by here. <laughs> if you want to see an animal, go look at your father's face. <laughs> you see, it's a very bad habit. <laughs> so if that's the way this mother behaves, this child will grow up and pick it up. I mean, a beautiful, nice girl. Go here, bulu. I mean, it's like go here, bulu. They go talk now, colo here. I go up here. See, I couldn't believe that somebody could say that. And if you grew up in a place where insults is part of conversation, eh? Insult is part of conversation. <laughs> it becomes a bad habit that you acquire. 
and especially ladies. I grew up among my, my first two uh, listeners were ladies. There's one after me. And when they are watching TV, the way they comment, my father would look at them. I used to do that with them. Until one day, my father gave me a very hard look. I said, no, this habit is not good. I think they were talking about a certain musician. Asabia, there was someone called Asabia Kropa, eh? They said it was very beautiful. And so one day we were sitting there and then it appeared on the TV. I said, ah, is that the Asabia Kropa that says beautiful? Then my father turned and looked at me. He said, you marry Snow White. <laughs> the way he looked at me, I realized that no, 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 no. This habit that I am with my sisters that I'm acquiring is a very bad habit. And most of us have acquired very, very bad habits. Are you with me? And it's leading to failures. Failures in our life. Failures. Like everybody who proposes to you, there's something wrong with the person. God, when they're in church, I like his hair has grown. If somebody comes to propose his hair has grown, why don't you help him to cut his hair? Is it a problem? His, his trouser has turned. Eh? Somebody said somebody's hair like a tinkotter. Can you say that somebody's head is like a tingata? And up to now, that lady is not married. Oh, yeah, I know her personally. I don't know. She's 40 something now. She's not married. Nice, brother. I mean, not everything has to be nice. If the head, but the tingata flesh will come inside. You don't see the cutting part. Are you with me? At least I'm telling you, they're not just stories. I know the person personally. Up to now, she's not married because of a bad habit. It will not be your story. I say it will not be your story. Hallelujah. Number seven, good habits lead to consistent success and victory without a person even realizing what he's doing. Okay? Good habits, they lead to what? Consistent success and victories. This year, you will experience continuous success. I said, this year you will experience continuous success and victories in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number nine, every successful Christian has a number of good habits. And this year we're going to learn and practice the habit of quiet time. Share quiet time with your wife at home. Share quiet time with a friend. Amen. So that when you meet Lord and you are continuing from the gossip you, were gossip, you, were, you started the other day. But learn, you see, even that is a habit. Gossip is a habit. Are you with me? It's like you are always looking for information to, 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 to share. I mean, it's like you always, and you see, when it gets to a point where you don't have information, you create one. Yeah. If you are a gossiper, if habit, if you have a habit of gossiping, when it gets to a point, there's no information, you create it. Yeah. That's some of how these orangus are misbehaving. Because you have to say something. People know that you have the info. So now you come and there's no info. What do you do? You create some. Then you, be, you become a liar. You are delivered. I say you are delivered. Good habits are a safety procedure for Christians. Amen. So we saw how Jesus Christ, who is a good example... Eh? Had a very good habit. Hebrews chapter 6. 
and verse 12, and I'm closing. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. It says, Be ye not what? Slothful. That ye be not slothful, hmm? but followers of, those, of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Hallelujah. Be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And the Bible is littered with people who had a habit of spending quality good time with God. Jesus Christ himself, the Bible says, as his manner was, eh? as his custom was, hmm? so as his manner was, he rose up early to pray. Hallelujah. It was also said of Daniel. Amen. Moses, always consulting God. Somebody like David, you could see a battle that this battle looks like cocoa. But the Bible says, and David inquired so inquiring of the Lord became his habit. Though the battle looked like it's cocoa. Eh? Though the things looks, it looks easy. Now he can take it easily. Yet, he inquired. Why? Because it was his habit to inquire of the Lord. Amen? It was his habit. So whether the battle is difficult or the battle looks easy or it looks actually he has gotten his enemies, he could just finish them, he will still inquire of the Lord. But it's not enemy, every enemy that maybe God will want you to finish. Unlike Saul who never inquired of the Lord. It wasn't his habit. He was an unruly child. The Bible says he stood above all the people. So generally he stood up. You know, nice, handsome young man. And so he thinks he could do things on his own. He didn't inquire of the Lord. To the extent that even when God gives instructions, it's like, Charlie, I'll do what I like. Because he has grown up to be unruly. But not David. And David inquired of the Lord. Hallelujah. Your daily quiet time will make you somebody who inquires of the Lord. Amen. Because you went to work yesterday, everything was good. So as you are going today too, the assumption is that everything will be good. Isn't that the assumption? But you still have to what? Inquire of the Lord. When you inquire of the Lord, when even the, something happens in the day that doesn't look good, you have inquired of the Lord. Amen. You have inquired of the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, we're going to next week learn about the tools that you need for an effective quiet time. Then we'll look at the steps for an effective quiet time. Amen. But bring everybody, you need to have a Bible as a Christian. Do you understand? You need to have a Bible, you need to have something where you write notes you can refer to. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Rise on your feet.
This morning, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. This morning, I want to invite Christ into my life. This morning, I want to be born again. You are here like that. You want me to pray with you. Wherever you are standing, just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life this morning to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to have a new life this year. I want everything to be new this year. Everything to be new this year. Everything to be new this year tired of the old life. I want a new life this year. Pastor, pray with me. Lift your hands wherever you are. Just wherever you are. Just lift your hands. Only your right hand. Only your right hand. Only your right hand. If you have lifted your hand, you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life. I want to give my life to Jesus.
Lord to make you righteous. And you have to confess with your mouth to receive salvation. Pray this prayer after me. Make it your own prayer. Lift your two hands. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. He died for me. This morning, I come to you. And I ask you to please forgive me all my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. And please write my name in the book of life. So that one day, one day, when I die, I will be with you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.